This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this young lady back. She's an author. She's also an attorney for uh, former President Trump. It's Christina Bob. Christina, good to see you again. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much for having me back. You're very welcome. Um, it turns out in this country, the First Amendment is stopped if your name is Trump. And it's so weird because I'm a communications guy. I've been in radio now, broadcasting now 35 years. And I've never once had anybody tell me the First Amendment can be halted at any time by a special counsel to avoid criminal charges against the Biden family. Right. That, that really, that, that appears to be what's going on. Before we before we get into it in, in earnest, let me tell people where to get this book. Go to Amazon and look for Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. Her name is Christina Bob, B-O-B-B. So fill me in. Did the, did the First Amendment go away while I was sleeping at, uh, some night about two years ago? Well, Jack Smith certainly seems to think so because he has, uh, he has indicted President Trump for exercising his, not just exercising his right to, free speech and political speech, but for exercising his constitutional obligations as the president of the United States. The the way that this uh, indictment is pled, I think is very, very interesting. Um, you know, he indicts him specifically saying, excuse me, specifically saying that President Trump believed he lost the election, but was lying about it and concocted this story of a rigged and stolen election for the sole purpose of uh, subverting the lawful election results. How we're right. going to prove that beyond a reasonable doubt is beyond me. However, he had to plead it that way because if President Trump honestly believed that the election was stolen, which I believe he does, then he had an obligation as the president of the United States to try to rectify the problems. Every American voter has the constitutional right to have their vote cast and, and have lawful results. And so if Donald Trump thought that the results were not lawful, he had an obligation to protect every American citizen who cast a, a ballot in that election. So not only was his conduct not illegal, it was obligatory in his role as the president of the United States. So I think Jack Smith is way out to lunch on this, but you know we'll play it out and see where it goes. Jack Smith is the special counsel that was rebuked by the Supreme Court, eight nothing. Yeah. Scalia had just died, so there weren't nine. Eight nothing after he attacked politically Bob McDonald, the former Virginia governor. He ruined McDonald's um, a political career, but he was dead wrong, and somehow he's the guy to go to yeah. when you want to go after Donald Trump. Donald Trump isn't Bob McDonald. He's not going to back down. But let me go back to something you said. I know him rather well. I've interviewed him a lot of times. You know him better than I do. Donald Trump today believes that the election was was faulty. Yeah. That the that the result was wrong. So, how is Jack Smith going to convince anybody, even a ninety-five to five Democrat to Republican jury in Washington D.C., how is he going to convince people that Donald Trump has been lying since the election in twenty twenty? When I believe today he still thinks he won. Well, I don't think he can. I think he's hoping that the jury will convict Donald Trump of being Donald Trump. And I've got to say, even in Washington D.C., I'm not sure that he can achieve that. 
Uh, Donald Trump obviously wasn't lying. I do believe the election was stolen. There's pl plenty of evidence for that. Yes. It's interesting with how uh, Jack Smith pled this indictment. He says, well, Donald Trump basically says Donald Trump should have known that all of the allegations of fraud were wrong because Mike Pence and the Department of Justice and all of these other people, staffers, CISA, these people were saying that, oh, you know, I don't believe this, the lies that people are saying about the election. So therefore, Donald Trump should have known that uh, that was all all false. Come on. Obviously, the president is not criminally responsible for not believing his staff or not right. agreeing with with the staff that the government wanted him to agree with. Because we all know there were thousands, if not millions of people all over social media, all over local news, all over the press saying, stop the steal. We think there's a problem with the election. We don't think that this was a free and fair election. And that's who Donald Trump is looking at going, you know, I think I think there's a problem. And so Jack Smith has criminalized the fact that he didn't obey Mike Pence or he didn't obey Chris Krebs. Right. And uh, that's just not a crime. It's not. It's Christina Bob. Go and get her book. It's called Stealing Your Vote, the Inside Story of the 2020 Election and What It Means for 2024. Go to Amazon and get it there. Her last name is B-O-B-B. You bring up a couple of great points. I want to get into Mike Pence in earnest in a second. But let's talk about Election Day that year. Uh, without a doubt, I can, and I'm not anywhere near as smart as you are, but I can make a case right now today that the mail-in ballots that were accepted in states where the legislatures didn't say you could mail-in ballots, none of those should have been counted, period, end of story. The Mark Zuckerberg boxes that were just at, at any street corner, yeah. none of those ballots should have been counted. They were illegal. So if you take all those out, Trump not only wins, but he wins easily. Yeah. And that's not even talking about election machines. I'm not saying anything about them. That's yeah. not talking about Hunter Biden's laptop that the FBI hid for more than a year and then said it was disinformation or Russian disinformation going in. So leading up to it, it was already, um, the, the, the screw job was on yeah, already by hiding Hunter Biden stuff. But just about the mail-in ballots, Christine, am I not right that none of those should have been counted in states where the legislature didn't make them law? You are right. We were talking about millions of votes that were cast. Right. And even Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania court eventually said, Oh yeah, you know, mail-in ballots weren't allowed, you know, but <laughs> only late. for the 2020 election. You know, that yeah. was for 2022, no, we're not going to do it. You know, they, and Pennsylvania's kind of been, you know, throwing up all over itself regarding yes. mail-in ballots. But Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Supreme Court said, yeah, those drop boxes weren't legal. Arizona kind of went, oh yeah, you know, those drop boxes weren't legal. Right. For the 22 election, they they scaled it back. They didn't completely get rid of them. Uh, I think they may get rid of them for 24. We'll see how how the legislature does that. But right. um, yeah, no, no, it was an illegal election. The way the election was conducted was not in, in compliance with most of the state laws. I mean, Michigan, Jocelyn Benson, the Secretary of State there, mailed, I think it was like 7 million ballots to every Michigan voter, contrary to Michigan law. She just right. said, you know what, I'm going to do this. So she inserted 7 million extra ballots into the tally that should not have been there, creating a whole host of problems. The Wayne County, uh, the Wayne County precincts, the poll books didn't match, the canvas right. didn't reconcile. There were issues of across the counties, the poll books not reconciling with the canvas. And Republicans weren't allowed to observe. Right. They kicked Republicans out. Remember, they boarded up the windows. Yes. Not allowed to see anything. Antrim County, they had, you know, the votes flipping confirmed that right. Donald Trump won when they declared 6, the Biden 6,000 votes winner. flipped. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And so there were obvious problems with it. And for Jack Smith to indict Donald Trump for looking at the obvious and saying, yeah. well, 
obviously there's a problem. And for Jack Smith now indicting him, saying that, you know, you should have bought into the narrative that we were saying. And because you didn't, uh, you know, we're going to throw you in jail. Well, that's a violation of his First Amendment rights to political speech, to free speech, to political conduct. And just to beat this dead horse, as the president of the United States or as any uh, citizen who has a problem with the election and is concerned about the election, what do you do? You go to the state legislatures because it's the state legislature's responsibility to run a clean and fair election. And that's what his lawyers did. They contacted the legislatures and said, hey, we think there's a problem here. And all they did was have a political discussion. And Jack Smith has criminalized the legal process for how you confirm that an election was done properly. Well, I've had Rudy Giuliani on a million times. He, he He's a friend of mine, and he says he's got hundreds of affidavits where people are saying they swear, you know, uh, by, with with punishment of perjury, if, if they're yeah. caught lying about it, that there was a problem in Michigan specifically. I've got 15 or 16 stations in Michigan, so I'm, I'm very intimately uh, involved in the details of this. People yeah. said before that election, you're right, not only did she send out 7 million, she was sending more ballots to every house then you had voters in the house, according to those who were contacting me. Yeah. That's a problem. So if I go to the mailbox, and I'm a Democrat, I'm not, obviously, but if I go to the mailbox and I, and I vote blue, and everybody else in my house who, who's of voting age votes red, I collect all the mail-in ballots, fill them out, send them in. There's no verification process. I'm going to steal four or five votes just in my own house. Right. So to, the idea that we're not allowed to say these things that I just said and that you just said, in this country, is an idea that means the Constitution doesn't exist anymore. So right. is the linchpin, do you think, Mike Pence, who's out here like a doofus? Yeah. We wouldn't even know who Mike Pence is if it weren't for Donald Trump. He's out here talking about, I had to choose between Donald Trump and the Constitution. When constitutionally, Christina, again, correct me if I'm wrong, kind of dumb, the Constitution has a provision, a mechanism in place where you're allowed to challenge electors. Yeah. What is Mike Pence talking about? Mike Pence is trying to ingratiate himself to the establishment, hoping that Donald Trump will go down, that Donald Trump will fail, and the gross establishment will welcome Mike Pence back into the political fold. That's what he's doing. His career is over, and he's trying to save it. But yes, Mike Pence, if we all thought Mike Pence betrayed Donald Trump or betrayed the American public on January 6, 2021, just wait until this case unfolds, because Jack Smith couldn't do anything without Mike Pence. If you want me to believe that Donald Trump was somehow, you know, criminally obligated to obey one of his staffers, that's ridiculous as the president right. of the United States. So the only person who can say that Donald Trump, you know, did something bad is Mike Pence. Right. And and even that is questionable because as the president, he has the right to question the president of the Senate. So uh, yeah, no, I think I think Mike Pence is a, a he's a political cartoon, quite frankly. He's a joke. Uh, he I think that's very well book. said. And listen, I like the guy. I had him on when, when they were running for election in 2016. I, he seems like a nice man. But what he's doing now is not going to ingratiate him to anybody except maybe the left. And what is he polling at, 1% or 2%? <laughs> yeah. So, so at, the end, at the end of the day, let's break down what, what happened on that, on that day, on January 6th. Yeah. It's Christina Bob, by the way. Christina, spelled normally, B-O-B-B is her last name. Great attorney for the president, the former president, also an author. Her book is called Stealing Your Vote, The Inside Story of the 2020 Election and What It Means for 2024. Do me a favor, go and get this book over on Amazon right now. On January 6th, that's the day historically mm-hmm. that the president of the Senate, the vice president of the United States, opens up the envelope sent in by the states. Right. He presents it to he presents it to the House and the Senate. Then they have a chance to challenge, like Jamie Raskin did, like Maxine Waters did, like Hillary Clinton still is today. 
Um, you can challenge the electors, and then it's up to the vice president to accept the challenge or not accept the challenge. I don't believe Mike Pence had the right or the, the ability to not open the envelopes, and I think the president and I will disagree on that. But having said that, once he presents it, and you've got somebody from the House and somebody from the Senate that wants to, that wants to challenge, it goes, and it's constitutional, it goes to the House and Senate to decide, was it or was it not free and fair? If it wasn't, we'll vote. And, and we'll say who the president is. Did I get any of that wrong? What is Mike Pence talking about? The president didn't have a gun to his head telling him not, not to open the envelopes. No. So, so what, what is his leg to stand on? Is there, where's the case here? Well, there, I don't think there is a case. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't have a leg to stand on. But what he's saying is, you know, four states sent letters to Mike Pence saying, hey, you know, send them back to the states. Send our certifications back to us. Mike Pence was saying, I couldn't do that. I would be violating the Constitution. He would not have been violating the Constitution. He no, would, he could have done that. You're right. He could have done that. And that's what Donald Trump was asking him to do. And then, you know, the legal scholars were debating, does that violate the Electoral Count Act? Because the Electoral Count Act says, you know, it doesn't it doesn't mention anything about the uh, president of the Senate having any, you know, intellectual curiosity, you know, ability to make any uh, independent decisions. They They basically were like, the Electoral Count Act makes the vice president an assembly line and he just has to, you know, do what he's been told to do. And President Trump's position was he's the he's the president of the Senate. The US Constitution is way more important than the Electoral Count Act. And the electoral you would you would think that the US Constitution wants the president of the Senate to make sure that the correct votes are counted. So um, the the question was should Mike Pence send those questionable states sh- should he send the question back to the states of you know, do you do you believe that you sent the right slate of electors or do you want to make any changes? And uh, that's where the liberals lost their mind saying, oh, it would be a right. violation of Electoral Count Act. They say it's a violation of the Constitution. It is not a violation of the no, Constitution. It's not. It, it would potentially have been a violation of the Electoral Count I've Act. I've got to stop you for a second. got to tell you, I, I think you just broke news. And I, look, I do this for a living. I've never heard that the states were asking for them back. These yeah. individual states asked him to send them back and Mike Pence said no? Yes, four legislatures asked for their states. Wow. Uh, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Georgia. Is it Michigan? Uh, Georgia, okay. Georgia all sent letters um, to a varying degree. Like, so from Pennsylvania, I think it was it was the president of the Senate with like right. a certain committee. Arizona, I think it was most of the legislature. Uh, Wisconsin, I think, had a committee. And then I think in Georgia, it was, you know, one committee chairman or something like that. Nobody, so- nobody, look, nobody's reported that. They're all reporting that Donald Trump basically under duress was trying to get Mike Pence not to open the envelopes. No, no. The states asked, they asked to have their, That's huge. their stuff back in Mike Pence. Well, then he should have no. sent them back. How stupid is that? And by the yeah. way, once he opened it, there was going to be a challenge by the Senate and by the House. Yeah. And then we all know what happened. Something that benefited Joe Biden and the Democrats, a riot at the Capitol. And I, I've been saying that since day one. Donald Trump did not benefit whatsoever by that riot at the Capitol. But it's, it's stupid to even allege that. Yeah. So, so in this case that Jack Smith is bringing, um, and I think you said this earlier, without Mike Pence cooperating, he, had to, he didn't have a case. Right. I don't think he has a case anyway. Yeah. But yeah, Mike Pence is is not helping us here. It is uh, Christina Bob. Go and get her book. It's called Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. I want to show you just the, this uh, the, this tweet that happened from something called Politics Video Channel. Never heard of it before, but they're saying, looks like special counsel Jack Smith may indict the GOP members of Congress who assisted Trump in conspiring to, quote, overturn the presidential election and overthrow the government. 
Obviously, that's BS, uh, but but I wouldn't put it past this guy who, again, he's a failed special counsel unless you consider he was successful in getting rid of O'Donnell or McDonald in that in that race. Christine, in your heart of hearts, do you think this guy knows he's going to lose? Even if yeah. it gets to the Supreme Court, he's going to lose 9 nothing. Yeah. Actually, we got the First Amendment right, but he's hoping to drag it out over two or three years, maybe get a conviction in a lower court and harm Trump that way. No, 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 no. I, he doesn't want to drag it out. He wants to go to trial very quickly because if okay. it goes past the election, Donald Trump's going to win the election and end the investigation. So um, he's trying to jam this through very quickly. He has said, which I think is ridiculous, but he has said, I'm going to push for a speedy trial on this. Well, the right to a speedy trial is the right of the defendant, not right, the government. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. Um, but no, he wants to push this through very, very quickly. And he knows, even if he is you know, lucky to get a Trump deranged syndrome jury yeah. to actually convict, he knows it will never, never be upheld on appeal, either at, probably at the appellate court or at the Supreme Court. Right. There's no way, there's no way that this is a legitimate uh, conviction if it actually comes down. But he's trying to get a conviction in the middle of like voting, either for like for the primary or, uh, you know, during the general election. He wants to time it just so that it messes up the election. This is 100 percent election interference. I don't think any of them actually think Donald Trump's going to jail. I don't think anybody thinks that this is actually going to stick. It is 100 percent election interference. And they're trying to are they trying to deplete his funds? He's not going to run out of money. Yeah. I mean, are they just trying to make him tired? Yeah. Do they do they keep they, Christina? There's no way they think he's going to drop out, do they? I think they thought that originally, and he has, have they met the guy? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, mo- most of us would. I don't know another human on the planet that could survive yeah. what Donald Trump is doing. So I think they're kind of you know they keep firing arrows at him and are like, holy cow, nothing's taking this guy down. Right. So I think they think, you know, if we just land one more, if we just land one more, it'll take him down. And I think, I do think that they're surprised at how much he's been able to withstand. It's Christina Bob Getter book. It's called Sealing Your Vote. Uh, in about 10 or 15 seconds, is there any question that they are synchronizing, releasing all this Trump indictment stuff every single time it's a day after something happens, something breaks in the Biden case? No, it's a, it's a Biden cover-up. This is all coming out because of the timing of the Biden crime family unraveling. Every time something comes out on uh, Hunter Biden, on Devin Archer, on Joe Biden's bribes, we get another indictment, you know, more news on Donald Trump. So, no, this is a coordinated effort. Of course it is. It is uh, Christina Bob. It's B-O-B-B, stealing your vote. The inside story of the 2020 election, what it means for 2024. Christina, thanks for jumping in, this cha- in the chair today. Let's do it again very soon. Yes, thank you so much. Appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you. We appreciate Christina Bob coming on. Another big hour coming your way. Case Smythe next hour. We're going to break down a lot of different things. She's always got great information. 
and uh, her stories over the Daily Caller are worthy of going and reading every day. Uh, so K next hour, we're also going to talk about equity in New Jersey schools and much more. Stay on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show.